Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to my Blackadian universe. I hope everyone is doing well, had a healthy and happy summer. Um, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I am excited for this season, season five, if you can believe it, um, of my podcast, uh, lots and lots and lots to uh, discuss. And I want to start um, because this season off, you know, I want to start off with uh, discussing black women because I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed with us. I am a proud black woman. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about, you know, just the fact that I can freely admit that I'm obsessed with a black with black women and um a lot of people can't and it would solve people um you know frankly a lot of heartache if they could just admit that you love us you love us <laughs> so let's get to it and let's talk about it so i know you saw the video we all saw the video you saw the video we saw that video of that white woman, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't even bother to learn her name because why? Why? Um, that got, you know, some Fulani braids and, you know, it was just like all about mocking, you know, black women. That's what she does or she's trying to do. And, um, you know, karma came swiftly for her when her hair fell out. And, you know, it's just a perfect example of not everything is for everybody. Can we, can we admit that? But what is so um, interesting is that white people don't accept that, right? Like we, as, you know black and brown people, you know, um, you know, anyone that's not white, we have to accept that we can't have things we can't have, you know, um, our lives can't matter. You know, <laughs> it's just it's so ridiculous, you know, like basic human rights crap, we can't accept like we have to just be like, well, that's just the way the world works. You know, people will look straight in your face and be like, you can't have everything. You know, and it's not to be, we're not gatekeeping um, styles or anything like that. If you want to wear Fulani braids, be, go ahead, do it. And you know, it doesn't work for you. Just do it. I don't care. <clears throat> so what is an issue is your inability to acknowledge and respect the culture that you're copying. Acknowledge that you're copying a traditional black style. Just acknowledge it. Like you don't show me a picture of, you know, Kim Kardashian. Show me pictures of beautiful black women 
that, you know, I know you've seen those pictures. Show me those pictures of the women and be like, yeah, this is my inspiration. This is my inspiration. This is what I've been inspired by. You know, you can do it for every other thing, but you can't say that you were inspired by a black woman's hairstyle. It's not going to be better just because it's on some white woman. Say it with me. Let's say it all together. Have, taking something and then putting it into onto a white woman doesn't make it better. You have been conditioned to believe that, but it is not so. And the audacity to try and you know for i think i've said it before where it doesn't look right to me i i it, i if you li like the hairstyle i'm not going to stop anybody from putting a hairstyle on that you want to have and you know that i am saying like i'm not gatekeeping it i'm just saying acknowledge that you looked at black women and you're copying a black traditional cultural black hairstyle that's all you need to say but it's getting caught if that is getting caught in your throat you're racist that's racist you can't acknowledge that you admire and are inspired by black women black women have amazing style we we do and anybody else in the world can be inspirational for style except for black women it needs to be taken and um, whitewashed <laughs> for people to say that it is, you know, worthy of looking at. And that's super racist. That's super racist. And, you know, people always look at black women and you know I talk about it all the time how you know we're supposed to be um seen as lower tier than white women and um I don't know what world you're living in but uh for me that's just not the case it's it's laughable to me that that's the case people are watching us they're copying us they're you know wanting to um be like us so bad and then what's sick what's actually sick is that they because they're obsessed with us they think they try and twist it because you know it doesn't fit into their world views that the opposite is true that white that that black women are watching and trying to copy and emulate white women they want it to be the case so so bad and it's you know i know no black women in my life where that's true i'm sure you know that's the case in some instances but it's not the same not it's not the same the way that white women watch us the way they cry copy us the way we try they try to emulate the way we are you know the way we talk our strength our beauty our lips our butts are <laughs> you know 
the way we dance, the way we talk, our friggin nails, you know, uh, are just the things that they've seen on black women. They are watching us. They're watching us so much and then they think that we're trying to do the, the the same you know they'll be like oh like you straightened your hair you know so you want to be white and I'm like nope just as quick <laughs> it's just it's a different texture it's just a different style you know um just as quick as I you know have you know uh silky extensions um you know, I'll throw on, um, you know, a kinky textured wig just as quick. It's just about changing it up. Uh, uh, black women like to change it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about anything. It's just different. You know, I just want to have a different thing. I'll have, you know, uh, braids and whatever. I, I just change it up. I, it's never crossed my mind that I'm like, oh, I need to have this hair. It's about... Um, protective styles it's about ease it's about change and fashion like it's just about what I you know just like changing a shirt changing a you know your outfit it's like changing your outfit for me anyways um and my peers so um yeah it's just this just this weird 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 idea that um the opposite is true um, because frankly, frankly, the obsession with black women is very real, very all consuming, and it doesn't compute to them that, um, that they should be obsessed with us, even though they are. I'll tell you what I think is the root cause of this. And black people, we do not have the uh, luxury of being ignorant of the ways of the world. So from a very young age, we're uh, taught about racism, however that may uh manifest itself in our lives you know maybe it's having an experience um of racism at a young age or you know you're taught about it through your parents uh you know or a guardian or whatever the case may be but we're well well aware of the ways of the world of white supremacy of racism you know early on we have to learn about the dangers of wearing a hoodie or you know behaving in a certain way that's the reality for us and it's um it's really sad it's sad but um it also is incredibly freeing because um, with it, with that knowledge, uh, for me anyway, came the confidence of, you know, that's, <laughs> that's too bad. You can hate me all you want, 
but I'm going to stay being friggin' fabulous. You know, um, I'm like, eat it, haters. <laughs> you know, for me, that's what, you know, came up. Be like, watch me. Watch and learn. Watch and take some notes. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> that's the confidence that comes from how are you going to hate me just because I'm black? You know what I mean? How? Why? I don't care. Like, it just, it's that freeing knowledge. And I, I've talked about it a lot. It's just that I know uh, white people that, you know, that have been, that are grown adults that are, you know, much older than me. And they, their view of the world is vastly different. You know, they literally thought, um, you know, once some papers were signed and slavery ended, everything was equal and a-okay because that's what they were taught and they've never had to um, challenge that notion because the world was built for them. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, it's just a bad apple when you hear about these cases of racism. It's just one bad actor. Oh, they're so wrong. Here in Canada, that's not the case. Oh, luckily we're not American. That's not the case. That would never happen here. And then I have to tell them it does happen here. It's happened to me. And, you know, for a long time I thought they were pretending because it's so obvious but it's it's genuine it's genuine their ignorance and so when nobody has expectations for you when people um knowledge of you is built in error is so wrong you don't value it so it is freeing for me to be who I want to be. I don't have this burden, like, who am I trying to impress? Like, white supremacy doesn't register on my, you know, I'm not trying to be a perfect black person for them. Uh, I try not to swear, but... F that shit. <laughs> you know, it just, it's not going to happen. So, you know, that confidence that you see, the ability for me to just, you know, do my thing as black women, we have that. We don't, we're not trying to prove to... white supremacists that we're good enough that's a losing battle we are good enough we're not seeking approval let me say that again we're not seeking your approval we're not watching you the way you're watching us because why why would we why would you why would we you've made up your mind you can live in that fallacy we're in reality and we're being 
us. So when people don't understand that magic, you know, their world is built on lies where we are inferior. So we need to be unhappy because we can never be white. So they don't understand the magic that comes with self-love, with the love of blackness, because everything about their existence is about hating blackness and what they're trying to emulate, what they're trying to copy is that freedom and that love and that embracing of your culture and your people and yourself and they can never capture it they can never capture it if you're still if you're still soaking in the lies of white supremacy that you think that you can pick and choose something from black culture and try to elevate it by making it white you've you've already lost you've already lost and that's what they don't get that's what they don't understand and it's it's so um you know it people can be angry watching it People laugh by watching it, um, but, you know, people are saddened by it. And I'm, you know, all of those things because they're so locked into this, the, you know, white supremacy just has <laughs> their uh, it, its foot on their neck where they have to view everything through that lens of, you know, white supremacy, that they're just, they're missing the point. They're just missing the point. And it, they're just still trying to, um, still trying to take what can never be theirs. So I wanted to end by just telling a little story. Uh, over the summer, I uh, got knee length uh, um, uh, tribal Fulani braids uh, for the summer and they were glorious. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, they were nothing short of fantastic. I love them. Love, 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 love them. I was flipping them around. I enjoyed them. Beautiful braids. And, um, <laughs> I just remember just, you know, walking, uh, I don't know where I was going, somewhere in the city and, um, like this, you know, younger, um, white woman just sort of like, you know, we were just walking by and she sort of like was sort of shouted at me and she was like, your braids are stunning and I was like oh thank you so much and she was like I love seeing black women in tribal braids absolutely beautiful and I was like oh my god thank you so much and she was just yeah and she just kept going about 
her business. And I was like, okay, I don't know if she was uh, trying to hit on me or what. Um, I'll be honest, it worked. (laughs) She was, it was just such a compliment. I love it. And, you know, uh, a couple of things stood out for me for that on that, uh, because she didn't just say, you know, sometimes when people complimented my braids and like, I mean, knee length braids, they're a showstopper. I know I'm extra, I'm extra. I, I can't help it. But, you know, um, you know, she didn't say like, oh, like, you know, try and say like, you know, I've had people say, oh, I could never wear those braids or, you know, oh, how long did that take or anything like that? It was just about two things. She just, the key things were, and I can tell, you know, like, I always talk about like, you could tell the intent behind something. Like she was just about, you know, showing love, which appreciate, you know, making like heart emoji. I appreciate the showing of the love, but she specifically said black women. She just said, I love seeing black women. And I was like, I wondered, I thought about it after and I thought, why would she specify black women? And I think it's, she wanted to appreciate or show that, um, you know, there was that connection, you know, and I was like, is she, you know, it could go either way. Was she saying like, oh, you know, it doesn't, it, it's a black hairstyle. And that's just the intent that I got from it was that she wanted to, you know, reinforce that she sort of got it, that it was just like, to her, my style just fit. It looked good. She was like, yes, yes. Like she had to shout at me, <laughs> shout at me in the streets to, to, to tell me that she loved my hair. And I loved it. And the intent behind it was, um, it's something I can tell. Like, you know, I talk about like, I can tell, you know, we don't try and like fool me with like, oh, well, it wasn't what I intended by your comment, even though it was like super, my comments were even though it was super racist. I know we can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. And I felt in my bones that she wanted to be like, can you believe these white people are trying to be out here rocking these braids when they should have just taken one look at you and know they could never And that was the intention (laughs) behind her words. And I was like, you know what? Hell yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. (laughs) So welcome back, everyone. It's good to be back. Uh, Season five of the Blackadian podcast is going to be fire. So stay tuned, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will talk to you next time.